So, you have two days for this challenge. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Workroom, a labor of sincere love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernest, and I am joined again this week by Shanice Hagio. Hey, Shanice. Hello. Hi. How are you? Thanks for having me again this week. Of course. I'm so <laughs> glad you're here. So thank you. Shanice is back to offer her expertise and her insightful thoughts, and I am very grateful. And um, of course, um, Samelia is missed. She is away on her um, wonderful adventure in um, in Malaysia. <laughs> Must be nice because. Winter is real right now, and I'm pretty sure it's feeling real nice over there and and unwintery. But um, but yeah. <laughs> um. So again, thank you all for tuning in with us. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, and also to like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. And we also have our cheat sheets for you all, so you can follow along with us when we get to the runway time. And remember, um, the cheat sheets have all the final looks in runway order. So we're down to the final five. Um, that means people are getting scared and <laughs> really nervous because this is the last challenge before Fashion Week. And it always gets, uh, you know, at this point where, you know, you really, um, I know, it, this is, of course, stressful for, for us. But I feel like at this point, you, you kind of, you know, can start feeling for the designers because they're so close. And I feel in a way like they've been in New York for so long that it's kind of like, hey, you kind of figure out that you can just sort of roll yourself to Lincoln Center because you're basically, <laughs> you're basically yeah. right there. It's, it's not literally you're up so the block, close. it's kind you of up the block. You can see it out the window. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, huh, okay. They're, they're, they are literally close. So... <laughs> All right, so let's let's head on into this episode and, you know, to sort of carry on the gravity of this situation of it being the last challenge. We see that this episode or we hear that it starts with this really suspenseful music and we are already on the runway. There's no, you know, let's meet up with the designers in their hotel. Let's have a postmortem about losing Majin last week. We're not talking <laughs> about any of that. And, um, and anyway, so we, we just jump straight to the, the runway, but, um, we get this, I call it an entrance by Tim and Heidi, mm -hmm. where since Tim is here to introduce the challenge, I feel like every time they bring Tim on at the beginning, he has to do something with Heidi. Exactly. And it's always dramatic and weird and corny. And this time <laughs> around, I'm like, I'm just thankful for him that it's just a twirl behind the screen <laughs> because yeah. you know it's been this elaborate get up and I just feel so sorry for Tim that he has like you know dress up in cargo or khaki or or what do you call it um camouflage or you know turning <laughs> off this huge light switch so this time it's just it's just a little twirl but Heidi does get to do her little sadistic thing as always <laughs> because it's the last challenge so she asks just like hey so are you guys really really stressed out like are you guys how are you guys feeling it's the end you know whatever so um and she also in you know on top of all that pulls out what i what i think is a really scary texas accent because <laughs> oh my goodness when, yeah when she did the texas accent given that i've lived in austin for so many years yeah 
I mean, what did you think about that? Because to me, I was like, I, th- I this is borderline offensive. I'm, a, I'm offended on behalf of Texas. <laughs> I'm not from there. I I've mean, never lived there. I, I didn't even know where they were going, but I can speak for most of the people, at least for the city that I grew up in, mm-hmm. that people do not talk like that. <laughs> Maybe in some parts of West Texas or close to the borders, but yeah, no. Exactly. There was just some... Last time I, I actually... I went to uh, Las Vegas with a few friends and uh, we were at, like, I was watching a friend play a game and everyone was either from Houston or Dallas or mm-hmm. Austin or San Antonio. And in the background, after someone like hit it big, one big, I go, yeehaw. <laughs> and uh, everyone looked at me like, are you crazy? <laughs> Why would you do that? So seeing Heidi do that, <laughs> really caught me off guard. Exactly. Well. I'm just like, okay, great. Here we are again. And I'm like, and, you know, and of course I went to Houston for the first time and I had, you know, I don't know, I had expectations, but I really didn't have any because, you know, I grew up in Los Angeles where people think it is one way. And in some parts it really is exactly what you think it is, but LA is so big. Texas is so big and being from a big state, you know, as well, I kind of could relate to them like, no, 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 that's not... (laughs) not what you think it's not always like that and everywhere you go whatever and plus on top of that okay so okay let's we're, we're giving Heidi a really hard time this week but I was just like <laughs> you know I read the description of this episode and I usually don't but it was so short that I just kind of skimmed over it and it, in the description for the show it goes the designers are shocked to learn that they have yet another trip and I feel like once she pulled out this accent I was like holy crap all right they're you know they put them on roller coasters they send them to florida now they're sending them to of all places austin (laughs) so i was yeah i thought about you shanice i was like you know austin quite well exactly (laughs) austin is in my veins (laughs) so the whole idea about austin is to embrace the whole i guess the unofficial motto of the town which is keep austin weird yes and um the 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 the, the challenge is to take this eclectic nature of the city and mm-hmm. um become inspired by it you're going to get their materials there and then bring it back home to new york and make something high fashion but kind of weird and amazing um so but can i can i can i interject and say yeah. that do we really know I mean, I'm just saying this out loud. Um, uh, do we really know what keep Austin weird means? I know, but I'm just asking if we as people that don't are not from Austin. Why is that, that important, Shanice? I mean, you know, we all <laughs> have an idea of what weird means. And it just it's just kind of like our whole idea of avant-garde. It's like whatever it is, right? And Austin no, is, no. you know, whatever truth- you want it to be. <laughs> keep Austin weird started. It is the motto because it was all about supporting mm-hmm small businesses and not feeding into the big chains keep oh. Austin weird keep it unique keep it small huh. locally owned interesting you know so that's that's where the keep Austin weird fun fact so go ahead I, and I kind of <laughs> think that this is you know perhaps the uh the sing- equivalent of the singularity for <laughs> the term keep Austin weird when it appears on Project Runway. And then yeah. as we get through this challenge, because we're not done, guys. 
this challenge probably spans the first half of this entire episode. We are not done yet with this, with, exactly. with explaining what this challenge is and what it entails. Exactly. Um, because we kind of get thrown into one of the largest chains in the world. <laughs> so we get to Austin. Because <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting that you raise that, that, that idea because, um, you know, a lot of people probably wouldn't, wouldn't say that Austin um, is that weird anymore in a way. And I feel exactly. like when you've sort of been elevated in our eyes, I know when other people are just kind of like elevated, the front of but you know, when, when you have sort of <laughs> <laughs> made it as this, um, as, as, as a staple of a challenge on project runway, then, then what does that say? The town is becoming really mainstream. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway. So, so moving on, um, Heidi Bell and, and Tim, leave the runway um to said hoedown i think i think the word or i think the phrase hoedown was used um and <laughs> y'all so we get we get all of the texas stereotypes southwest you know part of the of the, the country and they're you know it's except for a cowboy with a lasso nothing <laughs> we were short of that so <laughs> so next we have <clears throat> the um, designers shoot on over to Austin and um, of course, as I said, so they jump right on in to the next part of the challenge, which involves the largest sponsor of the show, which is best Western. (laughs) (laughs) They're staying in the best Western. They check into a best Western. We see the rooms of the best Western. We see the best Western logo. Um, We're just shooting all around this this best western here um and and it comes back it comes back so but to to kind of veer off from there and just take a little break from the the ginormous challenge or adverta challenge this is um i think the best thing about this episode so far is roberry <laughs> right oh from the i beginning. love roberry <laughs> so i think he's the best thing about this trip to austin and you know because he's just like you know i don't know anything about austin but if they say it is weird, um, I'm going to pay attention to this weirdness because I don't want to miss it. And I was like, I just think that's so adorable. <laughs> so great. No, I love it too. So um, <laughs> anyway, so so the next thing, the next part of this challenge um, is that the details are going to be filled in uh, by none other than season two breakout star Nick mm-hmm. Varios. Season oh, two. I remember him. Yes, I, it was really Bravo great to see days. him. It's just yes, like, he's from the Bravo days. They're going way back. I don't, you know, they 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 rarely reference before Lifetime. Was so, he, he on the same show as Santino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He was in that's Santino right. season, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's the only way I could kind of um, ground him in the season. I was like, where where is Nick? Where oh, that was Santino <laughs> season? Santino was season two. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. sorry, uh-huh. but. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we also so so Nick does um, the the other part of the um, giving of the challenge. Uh, usually, this is Tim's job, but Nick is also continuing in the Adverto challenge by delivering in the worst way. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Like a very elaborate <laughs> story about how Best Western plays a major role in his life in Austin. I don't know. <laughs> and so I wrote down what he said because the whole thing is ridiculous. 
He goes, <laughs> hi, on behalf of Best Western Hotel and Resorts, welcome to Austin, Texas. My search for inspiration takes me around the world. And for the past several years, I partnered with Best Western on my journey. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> and then he continues to talk for Best Western for another minute. And I'm like, we're in Austin. And we've only seen the Best Western. That's it. In the pool. I know. They've been in Austin for like 18 hours. And we've only seen this hotel with its really, really drab inner, you know, markings of whatever. And so, he, so he, okay, he goes on for a minute. And um, I actually thought the challenge was going to morph into, you know, doing an, an interior design redo for the mm-hmm. inside of these hotel rooms because they, you, they kind of, you know, feature them at the beginning. And, and my whole thing was like, oh, they look, they look kind of sad. They're like mm-hmm, red mm-hmm. and white and whatever. It's, I hope they <laughs> don't have to tear this up because they're looking really boring, <laughs> but they, no, they jump back into the advertisement and just say that the rooms should be an inspiration for stylish designs. But I was like, okay, I thought this was to keep Austin weird. <laughs> so we're back in to, you know, the, you know, the conventionness of the conventionalness of this best Western thing. And yes. um, anyway, so I, I just thought it was, it was really, really oh, a stretch to be in Austin and also to use Best Western as your inspiration. Not just Best Western, but those rooms. Anyway. Um, so just... I mean, when I, when I think of Austin, I think of like the San Jose Hotel mm. um, on South Congress Street uh-huh. or, you know, like all these like really old, like the Driscoll Hotel. You know, And it's what like is a Driscoll Hotel? Is that a old... chain, Shanice? Or is that... Not a chain. It is local to Austin, Texas, on the one and only Sixth Street, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's haunted. What? I'm sorry. It is. There is a haunted hotel in Austin, and they they stayed in the Best Western. Seriously, it, <laughs> there's so much more inspiration in a haunted hotel than than oh, this. Sure. And for also, sure. I feel like. You know what? I've only been to one other place in this country where it's known for having haunted hotels. I wonder if that's a Southern thing. It is totally a Southern thing. Yeah. I know that there are haunted places in New Orleans and Charleston. And part, part of my college orientation in Austin was talking about the haunted areas of campus and how within your four years, you may have an experience. Wait, that, okay. That was, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid you not. I kid you not. <laughs> I I mean, honestly, there are so many other weird and wonderful things to find in Austin than to shoehorn this best Western adverto <laughs> challenge. This is the worst place to do it. Just go someplace else. <laughs> they could have gone. I, I really wish that they would have gone overseas. I think or to that, La Quinta. I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> or to the La Quinta Inn. Oh, my God. They could have come to Gowanus. They could have come to Brooklyn for La Quinta. That's like, that's true. That's you know, come, to Brooklyn, come to Brooklyn. That's, that's pretty exotic. Um, anyway, so, um, you know, so, okay. So it's not going to be a challenge about redoing these drab Best Western rooms. No, no, no. It is, um, okay, Nick or Tim starts off with, you know, hinting at what the challenge is saying, well, since this is such an unconventional city, uh-huh, uh-huh. Dun, 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 we're getting a back to back to, to back 
sort of unconventional challenge. Exactly. And um, I'm no longer excited about unconventional challenges. This is the third one this season. Exactly. This has been an incredible season 15, but I'm sorry, just way too heavy with unconventionalness. And But <sighs> do you did you ever stop and wonder why they're doing unconventional so many times? You know, a big part of me thinks maybe it was not scripted the whole time. I mean, it probably was scripted, but I feel like for these this particular group, season 15, they needed to be pushed. They were not being hmm. creative enough. Interesting. Cuz I had was... some really great concepts, but it was not anything that I have not seen before. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. So these unconventional challenges were saying, okay, we know you know how to make these silhouettes, mm-hmm. but how can you work with some a material that you've actually probably never worked with before? I mean, worked with before. I, yeah, I see that for some reason. <clears throat> I, I think that a part of that is because they weren't able to really get a stride. I'm, and I can't I can't really remember right off the bat how many challenges they've been able to just straight up work with materials from mood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think that's a part of it. And, and we'll see in this challenge, they kind of kind of go back to these very safe choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that might be because, like, you know, this is this, I, I don't really remember another season where there's so few challenges where they actually got to use straight up fabric from mood yeah, that's a good point that's a good point but i don't know just off the top of my head i just can't remember and um they're also reminded that that okay first of all they you know he announces this unconventional challenge and cornelius i i think cornelius just doubles over in pain but aaron <laughs> i noticed was just so happy and i forgot that she's won all the other the past two mm-hmm, unconventional mm-hmm. challenges that's two right in a row. so um She's really happy about this because I was like, I'm upset that there's another unconventional challenge, but most of you guys seem okay. They seem all right about it. So, okay, I guess, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? You're in, you're in Austin. Um, Got to, you know, put some weirdness into this challenge, I guess. Exactly. So, so they're supposed to make a high fashion look inspired by Austin, Texas, whatever that means to them. So they send them to a couple of unconventional places and one is the, have you heard of this place, the Georgetown Farm Supply? I sure have not. Have you heard of Stubbs Barbecue? I sure have. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Stubbs Barbecue. So it's like, I love it. Um, and so whoever wins gets 50 free nights to stay at Best Western Hotel. Not $50,000 like I thought they were going to say. There's so many things I thought was going to happen and so many twists and turns. There's like 50 free nights and say at best western hotels worldwide so um i have in my notes here that nick is not a real person nick varios because so (laughs) tim is like you know he's basically telling them where they're going to go and nick is just can't handle it he's just like oh my god and tim has like hold him up and be like you need to stop i need to finish delivering my lines the right way we just listen to you just mess this up we'll watch a pro do it (laughs) Listen to my adverto challenge. Oh so anyway, sorry. <laughs> I just had so many thoughts about this. All I right. Love it, I love it. So okay, so we're off to Georgetown Farm Supply, and they give them five hundred dollars, which mm-hmm. I thought That's was a bad. lot of money. I mean, that goes a long way, especially in Texas. So yeah, yeah. 
And so, um, uh, anyway, so, so they're running through and, and I don't know, I thought this was really interesting because I feel like they got a lot of stuff and everyone worked, not everyone. I, I would say that out of everyone, um, Cornelius, I think worked the most, um, feelingy. He was just mm-hmm. feeling it out, mm-hmm. letting the items speak to him. Um, cause out of everyone, he just seemed to be the one that didn't, that had the least amount of concrete plans. Yes. So I don't know, but I don't know if anyone else stood out to you. Like, um, well, in terms of like when they were at the, um, when they were at the Georgetown place. Yeah. Georgetown and Stubbs. Cause so they, after Georgetown, they run to Stubbs. But, yeah. Because um, I feel like at Georgetown, it was, um, you know, they, like, for instance, for Aaron, she was just kind of, like, perusing, and she's saying, I want weird. I'm going to give them weird. I'm going to find the weirdest thing here, and that's going to be my inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Rick and Laurence kind of, like, gravitated to very similar materials because of that is, like, their aesthetic, using leather. Yeah. So they find leather in certain farm materials. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they built their concept, or what it seemed that they may build their whole concept off of this, like, particular material. Yeah. And then, you know, for, like you said, for, um, uh, I, oops. <laughs> Cornelius. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Cornelius, thank you. <laughs> I almost called him Claron, so I was like, that's not right. Um, for Cornelius, you know, like you said, he was just going with the wind, like, yeah. I'm just going to see what flows. I'm just going to be inspired. I'm just going to let. The, the items I choose just speak to me. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, but how did you feel I, about Laurence and Rick working that way? Cause in a way I was just like, of course, Laurence, you're going to find the letter and make it work. I but know, I know. I don't know. I think yeah. the both of them, I was just a little kind of like, great. These are not necessarily unconventional materials. <laughs> <laughs> this is the closest thing you could get to fabric that is for you because leather to you is a fabric. So, exactly. um, I don't know. I was, I was just kind of like, Oh, this is a little expected, but. <laughs> and then with, um, our other boy, he. Roberry. Roberry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love him. I love Roberry. I say our other boy because he's kind of been to me like the silent man mm-hmm. in this whole competition. So, you know, I think of him almost last, but in this competition, I think of him a little bit more because I'm not seeing this like fabric heavy concept. Mm-hmm. He's looking at twine yeah. that kind of, that is a, is a unconventional material that he gravitated towards. So, yeah. yeah. You know. And it's interesting that he gravitated. I think he, he mentioned because of the color and I was like, huh, interesting. There is this, there's not much color to twine, to rope. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and of course we have them with stubs or at stubs where basically the prop people set this out for them. It's not, it wasn't a store and it wasn't as if they were ransacking the actual stubs. Exactly. um, Venue because they probably said no. So they mm-hmm. put stuff out for them to kind of <laughs> peruse for and pretty much they gave them maybe five minutes to look for things. Um, so, and also I was, <laughs> I was thinking how, you know, um, 
they they get to eat at Stubbs afterwards, mm-hmm. and which I thought was just a really nice moment to have them all sit down and just kind of relax and hang out with one another, and and just to me another reminder that this is this is like a good group of people in general. Absolutely, absolutely, and so. I love how Tim Gunn is so not from Texas. <laughs> He is just the most proper gentleman that exists in current America. Yeah. Eating barbecue <laughs> on a hot summer Texas day, no shade, Mm-mm. with a suit on. With a suit, a full, full suit, full suit on. <laughs> exactly. Everyone, Erin is wearing nothing. Laurence is wearing like her her usual you know black outfit, but which you know like the 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 thinnest black tank top she can find. Everyone else is just you know sweating, and he's just sitting there. He's like, "Yeah, I'm a wear a tie today, <laughs> and my handkerchief for my 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 uh my pocket my pocket cha- my pocket chief." So. So yeah, so so we we leave them at Stubbs and we head back to New York. Wait, actually, before we head back to New York, we must have another advertisement for Best Western. Yeah. So absolutely. they show them eating the Best Western waffle. So can't leave without shameless plug for. I know, for I know Best the B, the BW, and everyone's like, Ooh. like, oh my god, a waffle with the logo in it. <laughs> I was like, well, with. With or without the logo, that waffle looked amazing. It looked real good. <laughs> it looked real good. I, I mean, not not you know. The only thing I hate about it is that the this best, the best Western logo. But <laughs> <laughs> when I say the best Western, I'm going to eat that. So thanks for letting me know that exists. Um, <laughs> so we are back in the workroom in New York City at Parsons. Um, and so the props department has lovingly set out all their stuff real nice on their workstations. So, um, and we're reminded they have two days for this challenge and, um, you know, we kind of get everyone into the materials and, and it, it kind of comes out at the very beginning, um, that we have Roberry who mm-hmm. comes across to to speak about his design saying that he's making his anxiety dress yes because mm-hmm. he makes knots when he's anxious and this is the mm-hmm. last challenge he is anxious he's like i'm gonna make mm-hmm. my anxiety dress and i'm just like this is amazing i love that idea i <laughs> i loved it so much it's so honest I know, right? and it's so adorable and it's you know and, but at the, at the same time it is vulnerable in so many ways <laughs> because to make a knot dress in two days is going to be a lot. And so, you know, he kind of just kind of ventures into um, eternity in a way, <laughs> but also it's just like giving himself over to his, his, his feelings. And so it's, it's a dress filled with feeling. And I love it. I just thought it was, just, oh, I love it. This it's so, so true. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's it, like his blood, sweat and tears are go- going to go into this garment. Literally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And he he does often. He's like, yeah, I'm going to cry. I'm going to bleed, and I'm going to finish this dress. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so day one, Shanice, did anything? You know, there's a lot happening in day one, in 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 my opinion. But anything like just stand out to you? There's no um, crit. There's nothing. This is them and their materials and figuring out stuff. 
Um, yeah, day one, uh, one of my top choices stood out to me. Okay. Who was? Cornelius. How? <laughs> he stood out to me because, um, you know, he definitely had this experience where he was going to be so inspired mm-hmm. by all of these materials that he sourced from the uh, st- both stores in Austin. And mm-hmm. then here we are in the workroom and everyone is working away like busy bees and mm-hmm. he is just having his moments. I know. Mini. So, okay. So, so what are some of those mini moments? Cause I, cause there was like, you know, he's being, being trying to be again, very carefree. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let exactly. the little hair that I have down and blah, blah. <laughs> so I guess he's like kind of trying to do this custom made, uh, drapery or of uh, cloth that's kind of similar maybe to what Rick did in one mm-hmm. of the previous challenges and then realizes that that's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just has so much, you know, that whole thing that less is more yeah, and more is not necessarily more. He had so much to kind of pull from mm-hmm. and he's just thinking about, you know, what's my sketch going to be? What's my idea going to be? And he's just like tick tocking away. Yeah. Because he and had those I, dog treats that. Yeah. He, yeah, exactly. And the dog treats honestly could have been something interesting. He could have crushed them up and made almost like a really cool, sparkly something, you know, yeah. like fresh up the treats in different and spray paint them different colors. Right. You know, I not thought it was white. Yeah, because he was spray painting them white. Of course, um, you know, uh, you know, again, Cornelius grabbed dog treats from um, the farm <laughs> he supply a lot of store. Dog he did. And he grabbed so many. Barry, that, what do you say? <laughs> well, Barry was even scared. He was like, "I don't know what, the, I don't, I don't know what the Cornelius is going to do with the dog treats." Like, maybe he's going to make a soup. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was like, hmm, that's a good idea. Like you, because <laughs> he so he's spray painting them, and in a way, when he um, so he scraps this idea, and in my head, I was thinking. You could have melted them, you know, bring in the idea like Roberry's soup idea. You could have distorted them in some way and and shaped them. It didn't have to just spray paint them white and then stick them onto something. This is not exactly. this is not what you're supposed to necessarily do. You don't have to. <laughs> and so, I mean, like I learn from Majin. Learn from Majin's uh, mistake. I know. You know that was last week. I mean, that's another thing that really scared me a little bit because he kind of scraps it and said, just sort of whips up this bodice that looks just like the um, like the very fitted silhouettes that he's been making, where mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. kind of like the 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 crew neck and the short sleeves and the tapered top. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh no! Like you had those really interesting materials and, and you just <laughs> just threw them away. Where'd the treats go? Where'd the dog treats go? So. <laughs> Anyway, so we also have, um, oh man, uh, okay, because in contrast to how Cornelius mm-hmm. was playing around with his materials is Erin in a way. Mm-hmm. So she's, um, she got mealworms because mm-hmm. that to her, she's like, you know what, this is weird. I'm just going to get this. This is strange. I don't know. And she got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other stuff that she had been playing around with, but she's like, hmm, what am I going to do? Exactly. Worms. You know, like, it's not as if she started <laughs> off with this idea. She had, again, all these other things rolling around. I was like, hmm, let me go back and just kind of like play around with those, spray paint that, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, you know, decided to sort of put them together with these these guitar picks that she got from Stubbs. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, was just sort of like, oh, if Cornelius could just continue the play and but then also start to focus on something that he really liked mm-hmm. and then continue that motif from there. Because mm-hmm. um, one thing that really kind of upset me a little bit was, you know, Erin just walks around the room with her mealworm flowers that she's making with the little guitar picks. So she made little flowers out of them. And everyone's like, ugh, mealworms, blah. And then Cornelius goes, I don't really like worms. But I was like, you made a freaking <laughs> parasite dress last week. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like worms? Like, I mean, yeah. you referenced worms last week. <laughs> just last week. And so now you're like, mm, but maybe he doesn't like Erin. So maybe that's what it was. But I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> so. that, could, that could be it too that could be it yeah it could because be because Dexter were such good part, oh. good friends on the show but like. the thing about the thing about Erin that I think that Cornelius could learn from her and I think the thing about Cornelius that Erin could learn from him is that Erin is the type of designer who she's so good at being big and being bold and not even not having any, um, not being sorry or not apologizing for her boldness. Mm-hmm. And she thinks so much outside the box that her biggest challenge I feel on the show is to bring it in, yeah. bring it in. Yeah. And Cornelius, he doesn't think outside the box enough. He's so focused so much on the print and the silhouette that he has to like think more outside of the box. Yeah. And that's the thing but- that's really sad to me is because I don't think that, Focusing on print and fit and impeccableness of your of the cuts and the lines is such a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. It's just that he stops, like he he just stopped, and then he makes just, something and then it's done. Yeah, it was just kind of sort of like a like a playing around, but I I really don't think he had an idea that he was going to settle on anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All these things, all this idea of just being carefree. Um, you know, in a way I thought was a stress reliever and not necessarily a, a, something that was um, pertinent to his process of actually making a garment. It's just mm-hmm. a, 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 it was just a mindset, but not necessarily something to, to contribute to a final idea. Mm-hmm. And so that's why uh, I was like, oh man, it's like you have <laughs> this, you're doing so much work that basically boiled down to nothing because, yeah. you know, you know, before we go into other designers, we find him at the end of the day and he barely has anything done because he's just been playing exactly. around. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, he was just, anyway. And I also think this might be a two, the two day effect. Again, we have two days and I think um, it everyone kind of messes with people a different way. Yeah. And I think everyone's been working pretty much the same way that they were working on a two day challenge. Rick, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. the last two day challenge we had was done pretty much the first day. <laughs> he's very efficient. <laughs> so efficient. And he's just like, this is how I'm going to do this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, Rick, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> you know, cause he's working on, he basically finishes his dress the first day. And, yeah. and, and, you know, it's not, you know, he starts off with the, he uses a vinyl records to line um, the, the bodice and actually make like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a, like a, uh, God, what do you call it? A, a, like a breastplate or chest plate of mm-hmm. broken vinyl records. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then has the harness detail in and, and then he's making the skirt out of um, dog leashes. And he's just kind of, kind of, he had it all planned out in his head. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting exactly. the way he thinks. And, but was all, what was also interesting is that the, the dog leash skirt 
reminds me of all of the dresses that I saw at all of the weddings I went to in 2007. Interesting. They're like these bandage dresses that are kind of shiny that mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, I went to so many weddings where there are at least two women at each of these weddings wearing the same dress, but just in a different color. And it mm-hmm, looked mm-hmm. just like that, that skirt he was making. But I was like, but you know, you're spending all that time on the top. That's strategic. And I think it's a good way to go about <laughs> this challenge because <laughs> the top looks so great. Looked really, really, yeah. really, really amazing. But um, yeah. Yeah. I thought it looked very chic and it looked very like high fashion, very put together. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He does have an eye for it. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for the front part of the dress. I, I, I agree. But not, not the back part. Is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, because he's done that before. Okay. We've seen that. You know, the 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 toga slash office <laughs> office dress <laughs> no. that he made. No, no. <laughs> Where it was like part in the front I, and I then business in the back. Was, and I thought that dress was beautiful. I mean, I thought mm-hmm. it was beautiful. But I don't. I don't mean to say that the dress was unfinished in the back. I just think that that extra detail in the back is not something. It takes a very like special kind of woman to sell that look with mm. straps being so low in the back and having oh. that metal contraption. Yeah. Um, it's more of like a personality piece. It's not something that's like, it takes a good salesperson mm-hmm. and it takes a good body and it takes a good person to like wear all of that yeah. <laughs> to embody the character that goes that's into that. True. Dress. So, huh. yeah. Interesting. All right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we haven't talked about Laurence that much. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I think it's interesting <laughs> for her because I keep looking at her materials. I'm like, I don't really think that what you're making is that weird. But um, for her, maybe. Yes, for her. Yes. <laughs> I. Yeah, because I'm like Birdseed. We've seen Birdseed before and and, you know, um harnesses made out of leather we've seen that before and and mm-hmm. and it's yes for her at least she's not making something out of black mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. at least a different color and mm-hmm. so um yeah they're not weird she thinks they're weird but i guess that's you know it's all relative again this <laughs> idea of what weird means <laughs> exactly avant-garde weird <laughs> fashion oh. Fast. High fashion. We're, you know, we're we're in the we're in the age of post truth and all that good stuff. Anyway, exactly. so it's like yeah, post definitions of words. All right, so um, let's move on to day two. Day two, where of course you know designers are all in states of different types of finish and unfinished. When 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 Tim comes in at the beginning of the day, and so you know, unfortunately he's not coming in for for their crit. He's coming in to deliver some really bad news (laughs) so as this happens all the time when you have a two-day challenge Mm -hmm, as if mm -hmm. you haven't been watching this show for the past (laughs) 12 years exactly (laughs) they're gonna have to make another look dun Mm -hmm. dun dun so the twist is (laughs) they have to make a corresponding look with conventional materials so there is a trip to mood Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to go to Moon. I think they get what two hundred dollars or something like yes. that, mm-hmm. and um and some time to get materials that have to correspond with what they're making with their unconventional materials from Austin. So yes, 
So we get to go to Mood. Shanice, did anything stand out to you on this trip? Anything worry? Anything like, you know, excite you or anything encouraging about this this transition off to a different <laughs> challenge? I thought it was very interesting to see where Erin went. Hmm. She kind of seemed very confident that she was going to move towards the prince when in the past we've seen her do a lot of like more solid, very vibrant colors. Mm -hmm. And so she kind of spent some time in the print section. Mm -hmm. Um, And I liked, I liked her choices. Let's see. For Burberry, I also was very curious to see what he was going to do with his selection. Mm -hmm. And, for Laurent, she kind of threw me for a loop. <laughs> yeah. Although she did, she did go to the leather section, which is very expected. Of course. But okay. I should say that her color selection definitely caught me off guard. So, <laughs> what did you think about this? Because she, okay, so she chooses a, a yellow mustard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and that is if we've seen enough yellow on this show. <laughs> um, what, yeah. What, what what were your thoughts on that? I think that for Laurence, it was definitely a, a step outside of what she does and what she does really well. Mm-hmm. But to choose that specific color, I was trying to think of what woman could fit that shade and wear it really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like the person that Laurence designs for is not the person that would wear that shade. I'm not saying you cannot do yellow. I'm not saying that you cannot do mustard yellow. But I feel like she should also be very consistent in her choices of colors when she does stray away from Mm -hmm. what she does, which is black and black leather. Interesting. So. Yeah, because I kind of, I I have an, I have a, I'm trying to remember the first, very first challenge. um, She basically made a muslin dress Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, it was in this, neutral type color because I'm trying to think of when she has used color like can mm-hmm, you, can you mm-hmm. recall another time when she's used color that's not um black or or even this, uh, besides even that turquoise that she kind of like you know <laughs> she's she's she has she done green like like a like a really like dark dark green I think she yes yes all oh, right all right the jumpsuit how can I forget mm-hmm she, she made the jumpsuit and then mm-hmm. there was that challenge of, of where they were given blue and she did that um she did that in blue mm-hmm. um what was the other thing that she won i think she won something that wasn't oh shoot whoops <laughs> so bad with this but um but essentially yes i think i think this is a this is a really far off departure from her um, I just wish she hadn't chosen yellow. We've just seen so much yellow. I love yellow and I, and I mm-hmm. think it's great, but I'm wondering again if she's, I don't know, there's just like an inkling of influence there from all the yellow <laughs> that's been going on this season. Definitely. So, and, yeah, and again, um, you know, we have Rick running to the the shiny tweak that he's used before, which I mm-hmm, think is really mm-hmm. disappointing. He definitely loves he- Definitely loves tweed. I remember when the winning look when he won the 25K and his mom. Yeah. Won, like he definitely did the whole tweed with her. And yeah, that's definitely his his a uh, go-to fabric, should yeah, I say. Yeah. I just don't like this go-to fabric type thing. I just don't like it. I don't like, you know, again, with Majing, with his go-to denim, I just I just didn't like it. Just didn't like it. And then Cornelius, <laughs> his go-to houndstooth. I'm just like, come on, guys. 
what <laughs> is going on here? So, um, Very good point. yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we, we, we step back into the workroom, um, for our day two mm-hmm. and what I, and I had to write this down. I wrote a note because the camera starts off on a raccoon mask. And <laughs> did you notice this? No. It's a raccoon mask. Um, and then it pans up and it was on Cornelius's table. And I was so, like, yeah, I actually remember this. I was like, Oh, is someone going <laughs> to, is someone's model going to wear the mask? On I really, head? I was just like, Oh, that mask. Why did you use that? Like, oh, I do remember that. I was so excited about it. I was like, oh my God, who got that? Like, you know, it's just no one's going to use it because it's going Cornelius' table. So <laughs> he got all that and then didn't do anything with anything. Okay, anyway, so let's. Oh, <laughs> uh, just so frustrating. But so, okay, so we move in and, and Tim comes back in. So, like it or not, if the, he says, you know, if you're ready or not, you know, whatever. Here I come. I'm coming around and looking at your stuff. <laughs> Day two. Let's exactly. do this. Exactly. <laughs> we start off with Aaron. And um, which I think um, is interesting because, okay, I don't really have much to say about this crit other than that, you know, he, you know, Tim was just very um, nonplussed about her silhouette for the unconventional pieces because mm-hmm. she, he, she shows him, her, um, you know, her mealworm um, flowers or whatever. And he's just like, you know what? Just don't stick this on to this really underwhelming silhouette. Like I just don't want it to be like this thing address and you stick these other things on top of it. it just doesn't do it justice. Yeah. So yeah, it becomes a costume. Exactly. In that sense. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so he, he, you know, she brings up the jumpsuit. And he just kind of throws his hands at her and he's like, just do it. That's fine. <laughs> just who's fine whatever <laughs> just, just get something done and um uh but i feel like this is the beginning of us seeing tim's anxiety for the designers which i'm not really 100 percent convinced of i'm really not mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um it's very obvious that they've been thrown this loop most of them are not done the <laughs> runway is tomorrow and yeah. it's day two and they have to make a whole second look and then Tim comes in and is wasting their time talking to them about this <laughs> stuff. So I yeah. feel in a way Tim might feel a little self-conscious about it. It's like, I, I know I'm coming around and I'm, I'm offering a little bit more stress and I'm always the deliverer, the message. I'm always like the messenger of the bad news. Exactly. Um, and so I think he did his best to sort of empathize with them, even though he might not really care all that much. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I thought that was kind of helpful. I was like, I know you guys are stressed out. I'm I'm stressed out for you. This is crazy. And yeah, um, yeah anyway. But so so we start off with Aaron. But did anyone else like excite you in, in terms of this interaction with Tim? Um, I would say the person that ne- did not necessarily excite me, but scared me was, um, well, two of them, Rick and Roberry. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because you know, Roberry didn't even have like he wasn't even finished with his first look, and he's like going into the second. He doesn't even really know what he's gonna do with the second look. Yeah, he just yeah. has all to Tim. Tim sees just nudity and strings, and then he just sees like four different, three or four different types of fabric. Yeah, and the clock is running down. Yeah, and then with, and then with Rick, it's like. 
you know, Rick is like the overachiever. He has like his first look done. Like that looks great. Mm -hmm. And then he's got the second look and the second look is just like, what? I know. He (laughs) turned to the second look. The second look was basically done too. I was like, Rick, what are you doing? (laughs) It was almost finished. It is it is 10 a.m. He's like, you have nine hours left. He's like, I'm almost done. Like, no, I, you know, and at this point I was kind of like, holy shit, what can Rick do? That's why Natalia, like after uh, her girl left, Mm -hmm. that's why Natalia went to Rick because she's like, he's done. Yeah. So she I mean, didn't feel bad asking him because he was done. Yeah. I, I just, I never, I really am, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked at myself that I haven't noticed this until this episode where I was like, he is leaps and bounds. He is basically, who is he? He's not Keeney, but he kind of is Keeney of this season where he's just, exactly. he's like just whipping it out. But, um, but I, you know, of course he works differently, but in a sense, he was, he was like, yeah, like just sort of done. And, you know, again, and we'll see later the way he kind of reacts to Tim because Tim looks at it and it's like, no, this looks like a country <laughs> bumpkin. So we have a woman in a harness, a leather exactly. vinyl harness. And then we have what? Not like a totally different woman next to you. And it was, exactly. it, and he was right. Like the little faux collar that's kind of flipping mm-hmm. over the top of the of the bustier. It's like it was ugly. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. First of all, it's in his tweed. Ugly. <laughs> You're not making your mom a dress or a jacket. Like Exactly. <laughs> why would you get tweed? And also it's uh, it must be hot there. It must be summer. Yeah. It is a summer there. It is gonna be twenty degrees here in New York in tw- on, on Thursday. But at the time of this taping, that you guys are wearing shorts and you went to Mood and bought tweed. Again? But that's what I'm saying. Like all the all the silhouettes were short, short, short. They're all short dresses. Like, give me some like, come on, dimension. Yeah. Maybe like with that that like broken record jacket. Like make this beautiful like tailored black jack coat that goes all the way down to the ground. Yeah. But like the back, it's like cut short or something like that. You yeah. know, I don't know. Or even do something, something stupid, like say, oh my gosh, you know, the way the, the light reflects off this vinyl, it makes it iridescent. So we get this ugly iridescent fabric from Mood. And, <laughs> exactly. you know, and make I, it beautiful. <laughs> make it great. Um, anyway, so Rick is amazing. <laughs> so so basically Tim leaves him and he's like, I think he's a, the least worried about Rick and just goes, yeah. amp it up. You have time. Everyone else is like, finish it. He's just throwing, like, please. <laughs> Roberry three is like, Roberry's like, I want to make something out of three fabrics. And Tim's like, oh my God, I'm going to have a heart attack. Roberry, just finish it. You're and stressing with, me out. And with Rick, he, Rick gets a proper, uh, a, a proper crit. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think. <laughs> he's the only one who's like, Tim is calm and <laughs> giving him really really good feedback because everyone else is like oh my god just finish the house is on fire exactly so, um <laughs> uh, oh and also in honor of Samelia. so rick so tim calls rick's dress bossic so Samelia, basic but bossic and Samelia's bossic so. <laughs> <laughs> i love that i um, absolutely love that so we also get uh, a run-in with cornelius and uh cornelius who is probably the most upset about this twist because he has nothing at the end of day one. 
nothing. Um, but I think as like maybe a simple silhouette and, um, Tim, instead of, you know, sort of, you know, throwing his hands at him, I think gives him a really good strategy on how to finish. So he's like, you should focus on the unconventional look and don't go overboard on the conventional look and, you know, make it into separates. I'll make it one piece. It's easier. And, you know, this is how you're going to move on and, and stay here. and Use your time wisely. Exactly. Exactly. You should have used your two days wisely, but here you are. So, you know, (laughs) can't go back, can't go back in time. So exactly. Um, Anyway, so so we leave we leave Tim, um, and uh, we have you know Roberry is hopeless and fingerless at, at the same time, and <laughs> everyone is sort of um, uh, let's see forced to sort of rethink things as usual, and um, yeah, I don't know. I I think I think what was interesting here is that we have. Laurence, who I think was trying to get away with using muslin in uh-huh, her uh-huh. unconventional piece, and uh-huh. Tim's feedback was to cover up that muslin, and she's like, "I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll have to, go, <laughs> I guess I have to go in and do more, you know, quote unquote unconventional stuff." So we should get some napkins, and I was like, "You're basically putting on muslin on top of muslin." Laurence is just like holding her nose. At- <laughs> idea of making high fashion with these Todd these these like tawdry materials is like I can't believe you're making me do this and she she pulls out some napkins which I thought was, was the most hilarious thing but at least she's playing around with the materials and it looked actually really good the way she was filling them in um yes. so you know it it seems to be coming along pretty well despite the fact that she's just like you know what well, I'm why can't I just use a muslin like you can't <laughs> please just push yourself. <laughs> that's the whole thing push yourself people just do it like, do it at least if you're gonna go at least if you're gonna go home you went out with a bang exactly. that's what it's all about just do it just just go big and bad just go big and bad um exactly. anyway so so it, we have the model fitting um but in terms of this last day and, and how they're sort of you know making it work before we're 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 you know we're out did anything else stand out to you in terms of how, how everyone else is working? Um, let's see. I think, no, I honestly, I feel like by the end of day two, I was really nervous for Roberry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really nervous for Cornelius and yeah. I kind of was really, ex- I was really excited to see what Aaron was going to come up with based on her critique with Tim and I, I, I wasn't really worried about Rick Mm-mm. at all. Um, Laurence's look kind of scared me. Hmm. And it wasn't scary in the sense that it was bad. It was just more like she's doing something so different. And she's probably taking the biggest risk. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I so, kind of thought about that. I was like, if he's walking on the runway, they're probably going to think this is Rick's. <laughs> Yeah. It looks more more like something that that Rick would do. Exactly. Um yeah. anyway, so and also Rick starts to just kind of like tear up his garment. <laughs> yeah, I but softly. I don't uh, what are you doing? Yeah, and I think that's probably maybe the one of the few times when I agree with Cornelius's talking head 
portion um, when he was just like, he should just use his time to actually do more to the garment. And exactly. I agreed, you know, and I and, mean, he has time to make mistakes and like discard them based on what he had. Yeah. But. If this were Keeney, Keeney would have made a whole different dress. Keeney would have been like, oh, Tim came in and called it country bumpkin. I'll make a whole new dress. But no, he's like, <laughs> let me thoughtfully just kind of, you know, tease apart this tweed. Let exactly. me make it look even more unfinished. Just like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is, what are you doing? This is so interesting. Oh. He's impeccable on one end. And then on the other end, he just goes raw. What? <laughs> Why? It's interesting. Oh, um, yeah. Gosh, Rick is so, Rick is fascinating to me. He's becoming more and more fascinating as we get deeper into this competition. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we have the, um, the models come in and they leave with Austin toys. Mm-hmm. Um, they left with a harmonica and like, I think someone also took that mask that I was hoping that Cornelius would work with. <laughs> so, because I think it w- the, the fittings really went well for everyone and, mm-hmm. um, left everyone f- sort of feeling, a, a, you know, generally positive as we end our first day. And, exactly. um, um, even Cornelius. Yeah. So, and, and I think what was interesting is Cornelius sort of runs to uh, at least another unconventional material piece. So we haven't mentioned that he's just, he's basically settled on using plastic cups yes. and he's making them into flowers, mm-hmm. um, and applicating them on. And then he uses, he's going to use sunflower seeds to make, um, to kind of line the, um, the high neck collar that he's making for his um, mm-hmm. very simple silhouetted dress. Mm-hmm. Um, he's essentially doing, in my opinion, what Tim told Aaron not to do, <laughs> which is pretty yeah. much make a very simple silhouette and just stick things all over it. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. And at the same time, you know, he's critiquing Rick saying you should do more to your dress. And it's like, but anyways, <laughs> what are you doing? All right. So, <laughs> So let's let's move forward. Um, we're still in the workroom, but mm-hmm. we're in the we're it's runway day, and it is the last runway day com- of, of this competition before Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it of course again is just a hot mess. Um, just running through there, Roberry, it, all of his fingers are bandaged up. I felt oh, yeah. so bad for him. I felt really bad oh, too. It's just like I almost like feel the burn but <laughs> you know he's um no pun intended was that a pun i don't know whatever it's fine <laughs> we're in a whole brave new world <sighs> okay so anyway so he makes a gauze bandage dress for the undergarments mm-hmm. and so i just love that he you know sort of makes up for this thing that he probably didn't want to do he was probably hoping that the knots would cover the entire body which yeah. is very ambitious to think but he's like but you know you know high fashion is sometimes highly nude and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, I'll buy it as long exactly. as I can sell it. So it's yeah, true. I think that's that's really a fine. really good point that he made. Yeah, we that is some... the case. Sometimes that is the case. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, Aaron was real new last week, so <laughs> they counted that as high fashion. I think that I, you know, in some in some cases, that is true. Um, and and we also let's see here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything to really say before the runway. Unless, like, do you have anything or before we, we move on? Yeah, I guess I would say like for Cornelius, I was really nervous because he was down. I felt like he was really, really, really scrambling oh, yeah. to the last second. And that's not like him. So I could tell that he was not 
maybe yeah i mean like he was doing well he was definitely like keeping up with everyone mm-hmm. but the fact that he was like scrambling to the last second it really kind of had me worried about his thought process like yeah. from the beginning all the way up until that moment right yeah and it's so funny because he left feeling so great and i think he yeah. not i think i know i he uh mentioned he's like i i you know i'm probably i'm probably in the top I love yes. my looks. I was like, okay, exactly. great. Everyone's feeling great as they leave. <laughs> Wonderful. This is ideal. Exactly. exactly. Um, you know, despite the running around, like your head's cut off. So <laughs> um, we, we, we go onto the runway and we have Heidi come out. And, and of course she does her usual sadistic things like, Hey guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are you guys ready to just curl up in a ball and just, <laughs> And just rock and cry. Have we put you through enough? Someone's going home. We gave you a twist. Someone's going home today. This is the last challenge. (laughs) Who's stressed out? Um, And she introduces our judges. And we have the normals, which, um, of course, again, um, we have Zach Posen, Nina Garcia, and um, and Heidi. And we also Mm -hmm. have Priyanka Chopra, who is from Quantico and Baywatch. (laughs) Whatever. And then we have Marquesa, who is also Georgina yes. Chapman. I, I call her Marquesa, even though yeah. she's not that. And <laughs> Tim. <laughs> All right. So since we're on the runway, we can flip on over to our cheat sheet, which is in the link section. You can find the link to the cheat sheet in the link section, um, I'll say. And, of course, it is in runway order. And, of course, this week, everyone gets two looks since there are mm-hmm. Um, there was a twist, his challenge. Mm-hmm. So the first up is Aaron. All right. Yay. So My girl, Aaron. Let's look at this. So, of course, we have her mealworm flowers on top. And then, um, and with, what are these? Band pins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, exactly. then, um, and then her undergarment. That pre- it's pretty much a, like a simple pleated, like a wide pleat skirt. Yes. That we have here. Yes. And what were your thoughts on this? Um, I thought it was really beautiful. I thought aesthetic, uh, aesthetically, um, it was very eye-catching, the non-conventional look. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the, the non-conventional look was like very eye-catching, very popping. There was a lot of texture. And, um, you know, although the, the dress itself was like very short, I thought it fit the model very – it fit the model well. And um, I loved how she had the roping around the midsection mm-hmm. around the waistline. That was really beautiful. Um, and I kind of liked how her all of her ideas were very separate, but they had a, a nice um, congruency. I thought that was really great that she did that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a really nice silhouette. At first, I you know was sort of hoping that she had filled that front up with the flowers. Mm-hmm. And I imagine what it would look like. And I think it would have been fine as well. I think it would have, mm-hmm. I think it looked great here with what she had time to do. Cause I think I honestly, she didn't finish, but mm-hmm. um, it still had that really <laughs> nice texture underneath. Yes. And, um, and you know, I, 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 I do wish that something had been done to the bottom. I, I really wish this, this, this dress hadn't been so short, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um you know, for, for what it is. I, I actually liked it a lot too. Um. <laughs> and, um, 
And what do you think about the conventional piece? So she had yeah. this huge print, this pineapple tropical print, and made this mm-hmm. jumpsuit out of it. Yeah, I love the jumpsuit. I That's something that I could see many women wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, is it something that I've never seen before? Absolutely no. I've, I've definitely seen this before. And I could probably name other designers that do this better than Erin did. But I do not believe I do see it as a nice compliment to the unconventional look. Mm -hmm. And I love the play on textures. And I like how there's still this sense of her personality in the look. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not too outside the box. So she's thinking a little bit more like Cornelius in a way. She's kind of bringing it in and showing judges that she can still make really beautiful silhouettes that what other many different types of women can identify with and you could easily change that fabrication it would be a really beautiful jumpsuit yeah, so yeah yeah mm-hmm. i yeah cuz i actually wasn't as in love with this and i mm-hmm. and i can see what she was doing but it's it's just so it's just so blatant to me that her work in unconventional materials is so much more interesting mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. the work she does with conventional materials if it's not yes. a coat then I'm just like, all right. <laughs> and then he, even uh-huh. the coats got to a point where I was sick and tired of seeing them. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think, and again, you know, I'm biased against jumpsuits because it's all jumpsuited out during um, the all-star season. And I just I feel like just, everyone just does a jumpsuit. But mm-hmm. um, I, I do think it's interesting, the detail on the, on the sleeve, um, mm-hmm. the seam was on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. So it was sort yeah, of it was like kind an, of like frayed. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, like an inside out. And On I, purpose. Yeah, and all of the the edges were unfinished, and and I think that would have been so much more um, effective in in a solid color, and mm-hmm. um, in something that wasn't as busy as as this print was. But mm-hmm. again, I think in a way this print was used as the unconventional material, as it did to me. It did most of the work. Mm-hmm. so exactly. in a way you know she just kind of leans on these things but I don't know like that unconventional look I think it's just really adorable it's really great <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it, but the conventional kind of pales against it mm-hmm. so yeah here we oh, have um okay yes sorry sorry to cut you off before I leave. <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine it's fine <laughs> all right and so okay next we have Rick and his unconventional vinyl harness outfit and then his conventional tattered country bumpkin outfit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh. I was actually really surprised at how this glittered down the runway. Because mm-hmm. I just I just didn't I was like, oh right, vinyl records, right. It's gonna look like that. And mm-hmm. I hope he thought of that too because it looked amazing. It just it definitely like, did sparkly so great so nice. definitely um and and also this his this model is one of my favorite models <laughs> just gonna put that out there she looked <laughs> great she looked amazing in this this outfit and yeah, um i didn't even mind the skirt i was like you know what who cares because the top is is doing enough to kind of carry it so you didn't like the skirt at the bottom? You I didn't, didn't like, like the seatbelt skirt? No, no. I just thought he could have done a little bit more of that. Because even, you know, he used two different types of materials on there. And mm-hmm. close up, you can tell that there's a difference, a little bit of a difference in texture or, or a finish. One is a little bit shinier. And I was like, you know, 
he had all this time. There could have been something where he could have mixed that up together instead of he's like, oh, I ran out of this. Now I'm going to use this because it looks the same, but it isn't. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, man, you could have done a little bit more with that. Um, Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. No, it's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. That's a good point. And I I actually liked the unconventional look as well for a lot of the same reasons as you. However, I – in the workroom, I did like the straps Mm -hmm. in the front, but on the runway, I did not. Yeah, that little like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like ro- that little ropes around. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I didn't really like, like that. that. Little, yeah. Exactly. It's like a weird so. outside exoskeleton. Exactly. Piece yeah. Of underwear. I I, don't know. I wasn't too much into it on the runway, but yeah. I mean, but would you have taken it off? I was actually looking and trying to think of how he could have done it a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's not that it makes the outfit look bad. It just, it makes it not look like something that I could, I mean, it it is, it's a beautiful piece, but Mm -hmm. I just don't prefer the straps in the front. Interesting. And I was just trying to think of how to make it different, but I love the top. I love like the broken records and I did love that shine. So, you know, that it's just, it's just a design. It's just a design preference. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, what did you think about the conventional look? Um, I thought it was rather boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I noticed that him being edgy was tearing holes into the tweed to expose the leather, and the straps on the dress matched the lining on the bottom of the skirt, and it was just too junior to me. It, yeah. And it the really style, the overall, the styling wasn't. You have like this edgy woman super like strong, powerful hair pulled back with the part down the side. And you have this woman who's like free flowing hair, like really short skirt. Like, come on guys, let's play with the length. Yeah, let's exactly. Be a little bit more diverse in terms of the range. So, yeah. It would have been yeah. interesting to see anything else. Like this was such an easy dress for him to make, obviously exactly. since he was done, <laughs> you know, with Before everyone 15 else. hours to spare. Just, come on. Exactly. So, exactly. It just it just made no sense to me, especially the, you know, the shape of the top is yeah. bizarre. Um, I mean, not really bizarre. I shouldn't use that word. It's not not off putting. It's just it's just it's for for Rick. It makes no sense to me why he couldn't come up with something more interesting, because maybe he was yeah. still trying to come up with the straps. And, and that would be something that he replicated and, and it used to tie the two the outfits together exactly but, um, mm-hmm. I don't know like it was just it was kind of like you know you had all that time and it seemed like he really carefully tore this dress apart mm-hmm, doesn't make mm-hmm. sense um, <laughs> I don't know I don't know what else to say I'm like he spent a lot of time doing something that looks terrible so, <laughs> nice point though yeah. <laughs> honestly thanks thanks Shanice <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on to Logance. Um, what were your thoughts on her? Well, both pieces. We have her harness leather piece with the birdseed. And then um, then we have her conventional mustard yellow with the leather detail. I really don't have any comments for Logance. No, really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, 
gosh. If I was any, a flip. If, I was like, what? <laughs> if anyone played into this theme, it was definitely Willow Rods. She went way out there. She was yeah. the most weird, especially with her unconventional look. I mean, that was another level. I will tell you. I was so proud of her. I was like, not only <laughs> is this not black, you did use a little bit of yellow, but uh-huh. you had to pull out like one more unconventional thing. And when it came down the road, I just, I just thought it looked so wonderful, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, whatever she did with um, the middle part to, to fill in the muslin. It was a bit messy, but I think for her, that's mm-hmm. a really good thing to show because it still yes. looked, you know, well put together and it, and it, it, it fit into the whole aesthetic of it. And also you can, this is unconventional. So give yourself some leeway to just kind of not be so impeccable. I think it also shows that she can step outside of her comfort zone and still make something that is visually interesting. Yeah. Even if it's not like her style Yeah. per se, but still has these like little specks of who she is as a a designer. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, she's not going so far left. Like if she would have made that same look in black, they'd be like, Oh, this is Laurent's. But the fact that she like, Played with the color, played with like these different fabrications and used the bird seed. She went for it all mm-hmm. the way. Exactly. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I, I kind of think that this was really good for her to see that this is something that um, she can allow herself to do. And I know yeah. last week, you know, they, they brought up the whole thing of her being a little bit more crazy with her designs and yes. her um, admitting, I used to be crazy. And I reined it in and this is my style now. And so I think (laughs) it's totally fine that this is her style with the shoulders and everything clean and minimal in a way. But I think this is, this is interesting. This is an interesting thing to see from her. I do have, I do have a funny comment about Laurent. She's so funny. She's so like, (laughs) I used to be this. I'm better when I'm like this or X, Y, and Z or I am this, but you're not seeing this. Mm-hmm. I can be this because I am this. <laughs> but the best part of the show this far up until this season, and I didn't mention it last time I was uh, on the show on the episode with you, but it was like Laurent's, Heidi, Laurent says, you know, so, this is just what it is. And then Heidi goes, you have a hard time expressing yourself. Why is it so hard for you to express what your what your piece is? And Laurent says, it's because it makes more sense to me in French. And Heidi says, well, then say it in French. We'll translate. Laurent said the exact same thing. In French. Exactly. Exactly. I was just like, that is not what you're doing with that dress. You want to make a stairway dress. (laughs) Why didn't you say stairs in French? Oh my gosh. I was just thinking about that. I was like, yeah, she's always like, you know, she got nervous. And I think it's interesting because she, she's just sort of like, why do I have to talk? And it sort of is, you know, (laughs) the beginning of art school, you know, your first crit, you're like, I'm bad at this because I'm, I'm a visual artist. I'm not a verbal Mm -hmm. artist. And they're just like, nope, you still have to write about it. (laughs) And you still have to talk about it. You still have to explain and defend yourself. And just like, but I'm still, oh, okay, I can't use any excuses anymore. <laughs> this is a part of it. But yeah, no, I was really sort of like, 
say it. Just say what it is about. You can speak as plainly as you want. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Lauren, <laughs> you know, congratulations <laughs> this week. I was just so happy to see what she made. Even the conventional dress, which is not a dress for everyone, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hem was a little wonky. But mm-hmm. again, I was like, you know, she was like, I'm not feeling this dress, which I felt a little sad about. But I think that's a part of it. It's not something yeah. that she's completely um comfortable with which i think is wonderful she didn't do a rick and pull out that same freaking black leather that she is so used to working with i'm like this is what you get so sometimes you're not going to feel so great about it because (laughs) that's okay it's fine (laughs) (laughs) um let's see okay now let's move on to roberry yeah roberry yeah definitely roberry really surprised me. I kind of felt like he has been the secret or silent underdog in this competition. And the runway looks were impeccable. I mean, it really paid off for him to just keep going with, you know, we saw a lot of his anxieties come out. Mm -hmm. He was very high and low. And at the end of the day, he did what he does best. And he played with all these different textures and materials and he made it work. Yeah. Yeah. He made it work. I, That's all Tim wants. Make it work. Make it he work. made it work. And he did. And, you know, I, okay, in my apartment, <laughs> watching uh-huh. this by myself, I really did. It was like I was watching, you know, the greatest tennis match ever. For me, uh-huh. that's my sport uh-huh. is, is oh, watching yeah. tennis where I'm just like, I'm screaming at the TV or I'm screaming at <laughs> whatever. For this, this one, I just, I, it just, for some reason, not, not for some reason. I think it's just because he struggled through this, mm-hmm. you know, literally bled for this dress. Yes, and yes. Um, it looked amazing. And also the conventional dress, seeing that walk, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it had, it, it was a, you know, I, you know, you see it in a workroom where he kind of, um, and I think that's what the amazing thing about his model fitting is Tim left him. And was like, you need to start an, a, a conventional dress. He had nothing. And by the time the models came in, he had a dress to fit. Yeah. And so we see that dress now walking and, and you know, on the fitting is just this very, it seems like a simple bodycon silhouette with an mm-hmm. asymmetrical shoulder. But as yep. it's walking, you're seeing that it has dimension. It has movement. It is not mm-hmm. all that it seems to be from far away. Exactly. There's a lot much mm-hmm. more to it. And that exactly. he did that so, so quickly, but also yep. so thoughtfully. And, and again, continues those lines of his unconventional dress. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. kind of like he made, um, well, you know, both of these are his anxiety dresses, but they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're gorgeous. And the mm-hmm. anxiety dress I love because it almost looks as if she's, you're seeing her, her nervous system or her blood or her like circulatory system or something mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. winding through her body. And it's just, it, I'm, you know, I was, I was like, I was just screaming. I was like, go Roberry. That's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking <laughs> about. This is great. It's so good. <laughs> and, true. you know, and walking down, you know, they quote him and I wrote it down. He's like, he made it with his hands and his heart. I was like, oh, I, just, mm-hmm. I just really love you. And I think he really does. The, the blood, very, sweat, and the tears. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad he's on my bracket because the first, for the very first episode, I don't know what made me pick him. I think he made something I thought was beautiful and should have been in the top and was, you know, had been snubbed in a way. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I like what he made. So I'll put him in there. But 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just he's he's just so his it's just lovely. It's just really lovely. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of Roberry. I'm so proud of all of them. Roberry. Yay. <laughs> all right. And then we can move on to Cornelius. Mm-hmm. All right. And then what were your thoughts on Cornelius? I thought it looked actually a lot better than what I thought it was going to look like walking down the runway. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, it definitely looked a lot better. Yeah. On yeah. The I still think those. Okay. Same thing with last week and same thing with a few weeks before he places things in really weird places on the woman's Always. body. Always. So he still has a cup covering where her vagina would be. I'm not using, you know, euphemisms for it. <laughs> I'm going to use a real word. He, yeah. you know, and, and on the back, it's, you know, it's a little bit less weird um, where he's placing things. And actually the back to me looks a lot better than the front mm-hmm, because there's mm-hmm. like almost this cascade of the small ones between the bigger ones. Um, and they're not, you know, like right on her ass cheeks mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. per se or whatever. The front mm-hmm. to me is just so distracting because there are, um, you know, I don't know. There aren't, I, in a way, there aren't almost like not enough. And I know he didn't have enough because he didn't have all the cups in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. What? Yeah. What are your thoughts? But he had enough of everything else. Oh my God. He had those dog else. treats. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he had oh so many he had those dog treats exactly exactly and the thing is he borrowed bird seed for his neck collar you didn't have anything <laughs> that you chose that you could use for that out of everything collar. that he had he had to still borrow something and i think he borrowed from rick poor rick he was like and then also we have the conventional piece which is this really wonderful two-piece pantsuit that he made mm-hmm mm-hmm i, I yeah that was really beautiful yeah yeah, I want to know where you got that fabric from. <laughs> I want to go to Mood and get that fabric. I know, and just I play know. Around with it, I'm pretty sure it was expensive. I have a feeling that it was expensive. <laughs> um, oh. I'm not as pleased with the embroidery on. Yeah, his yeah, shoulders. that wasn't. He's like kind of applying that same thing that he's not supposed to be doing, where you're like tacking on something. Yeah. Like he should make it more part of the garment and not decorative. Kind of look like something Aaron would do or Jenny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you know R.I.P. Jenny, but um, oh, you know I'm that, sure that... <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> Just... she's not really dead. She's still yeah. alive, hopefully, <laughs> at the time of this recording. But you know, you know, it's just it just to me, um, looked like uh something that was very dated in mm-hmm. a way. It made it it really did take away from it. But I understand he had to add something because he was he was making it in black. Mm-hmm. But um, but in a way, I just don't. I just don't think it was done well enough. Yeah, for the time you had. So well, that makes sense. I agree on what, that. What were your on thoughts? I don't know if you. Um, with Cornelius, with Cornelius, like he's one of my top favorites. He's mm-hmm. in my top racket. So I'm right there with him. I, I like him as a designer because of his classic silhouettes, and I mm-hmm. feel like he does work with prints in an interesting way that make women want to wear prints. Um, but I think he's definitely struggled a little bit on this one when you don't have a clear focus going into a challenge and another challenge is added on the same. Like it definitely yeah. adds a lot of pressure. So 
I feel like his strength was definitely in the conventional look. And I would have hoped or wished that he would have had that same courage to make something for his unconventional look. Yeah. Um, but there was no cohesiveness in the two. You know, when we're looking at Roberry's piece, we're they're completely two different garments. But you do see some kind of symmetry uh, when they are side by side. But mm-hmm. for him, it's like, no, it's, it's just there's like no like. Why didn't he, he? Why didn't he decide to make that jumpsuit in a color that's complementary to a woman's shape and figure and uh, skin color? But it's like highlighted. I don't know, like in the cup, something. Yeah, yeah. Something. Something. I don't know. But I get it. Like they don't have much time, but they need yeah. to all work on Rick's schedule. Be like, <sighs> you don't know what's going to come to the door. Because, you, you know, get it. I feel like in every other season, whenever they've given them two days, there has been someone in the workroom who has been suspicious. Someone. <laughs> no yeah, one yeah. here was just like, oh my God, you guys, you know, they put us through the ringer this season with all these twists. I'm pretty sure, and like I'm gonna try to finish as much as I can the first day because who who yeah. knows? But no, they're yeah. like la di da. This is season one, mm-hmm. and I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, true. It's you know so this. true, though. <laughs> so, um, no. so yeah. So that is the end of the runway, um, and and you know we have we have some 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 judge feedback, mm-hmm. and and this this time around we um I I feel like we spent a quite a bit of time judging them or, or with the judges mm-hmm. and with the, you know, the up close and personal moments when they actually get to look at the garments and, and touch them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, 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 yeah. So, I mean, one thing that was interesting is that the judges were surprised by Laurence's look. No mm-hmm. one, I think thought that that was her and they all, again, um, thought that it was really, really wonderful. I wonder mm-hmm. who they thought it was. I'm just going to guess Rick. But, um, <laughs> you know, but I I, I think it was um, a welcome um, wake-up call for LaGrance because, you know, she's doing something that she doesn't usually do, made a dress that she really didn't feel out all that, that, that great about. And the only person who didn't like it was Zach. <laughs> Everyone else <laughs> liked that mustard dress. And yeah. Um, I, I just thought it was really interesting because we have Priyanka, Priyanka, uh, gosh, what is her last name? I forget. Um, Priyanka from, um, that TV show Quantico, but, um, I, I thought she was, was pretty useless in terms of her feedback, mm-hmm. but I thought it was really interesting that, um, you know, she, you know, all, most of these actors, most of the actresses who come on these shows, um, on this show to judge mm-hmm. usually say what they'll wear or what they wouldn't wear but um Mm -hmm. again you know i think it was very encouraging that she was like i would totally wear this you know Mm -hmm. i don't hear what you guys i I would totally wear this on the runway and it's like yeah yeah it's a it's interesting that zach so it's like i think it's boring even though i think (laughs) you would wear this because it's yeah yeah, but i also think it's boring (laughs) i was like that's awkward i know right but um (laughs) i just am all for laurence being praised for doing something different so yeah definitely and that's and i mean in that sense it's like she probably went the most outside of her comfort zone, so mm-hmm. she should be she should be uh, put on a pedestal for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I will point out um, for from this judge judging is you know again 
I'll reiterate, I uh, dearly, dearly adore Roberry. So of course, everyone is singing his praises and it's like, oh, this is this dress is so wonderful. It's so great. Both of them mm-hmm. are just, mm-hmm. you know, just just really, really amazing dresses. And um, Marquesa in the middle of her praise was like, but I'm not really into the belly button. So quite a bit of his model's body is showing. <laughs> but for some reason, when she mentions like, I, you know, I don't really like a belly button. I was like, you know what? Forget you, Georgina Chapman. Like, like seriously, seriously. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> don't look for just the one little thing, her belly button. And you're going to say that. Anyway, I'm just, yeah, tick uh, me off. No, I bit, know. But that's okay. <laughs> but did anything else from the judges feedback stand out to you? Um, I, I, I actually was really surprised that they love Laurence's dress even more close up. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> the, yeah. The, un- the unconventional dress. Yeah. I think they I was really like, appreciate that. Those pleats are terrible. Are you kidding me? <gasps> they are terrible. <laughs> they, she, she literally <laughs> stuffed paper into the pleats. <laughs> how was she that got away costume? with that. I mean, how was that on but a it costume? looks so great because to me, I just love the texture and you know, I, I just, you know, she, it's so funny because Laurence, she's such, she's such an asshole. She's like, I don't fucking care. I'm just going to put more paper. I'm going to find the most fabricy thing and stick it in here. Okay. I'm done. I'm done with this dress. Now I got to do two because what are you guys doing to us? I'm mad. And, but still it, she made it work. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. I'm yeah. Again, I <laughs> like, it's even great up close. This is great. Um, yeah let's see and also what I thought was interesting is that Nina did not really like Aaron's jumpsuit out of everyone everyone was just like going on and on and on about yeah she did not like it because she's seen it before like she works for Marie Claire like that's kind of more of the the woman that reads that magazine yeah so she's seen that it's interesting because um I got I got into a uh like a a back and forth with with Naylan on Twitter because (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shout out to Naylan Blake um who I know was is, was probably screaming his head off at the beginning of this when we were talking about Aaron and <laughs> and how like she's outside of the box blah blah, blah. you know Naylan is officially done with Aaron I I know this oh um and Naylan, how can you be done Naylan with will her? be joining with us for the finale oh, and 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 Naylan Aaron is on our brackets and she, you know whatever we're not even gonna do bracket bragging yet we're not no spoilers but just saying <laughs> But but what was interesting is that everyone is on this Aaron train. They're just rolling through. And I could just, I looked at Nina's face and Nina just sort of like tensed up when Zach said that he really loved the, the jumpsuit. And Zach does the whole like eyes in my, in the back of my head. I loved this. I loved it. And Nina's just like, oh, let me just wait. Let me just wait before everyone gets all of their Aaron love out. And she goes, yeah. you know what? I am not impressed. <laughs> and I and I was like, oh, I'm just waiting to hear that. Because and I was just thinking like and, and also Naylan is not impressed. It's like, I am not impressed. You know, this is, you know, you can do more. And I honestly don't think even though Aaron is on my bracket, I honestly don't think that Aaron can do more with conventional materials. I'm not convinced yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced. And so mm-hmm. I'm. That's the thing that I'm a little, a little scared about. 
but you know she you know she she's pulled these things through and that's the only thing and i thought nina brought up a really good point that you know it's it wasn't it wasn't uh an amazing um compliment to her, mm-hmm. her really really wonderful unconventional outfit so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah. at least it was a compliment it was a compliment it was it it was it got there <laughs> it, it kind of yeah. referenced a little bit um anyway and, and also you know cornelius i think had a pretty um lackluster um critique you know, yes. on top of everything else, every—I don't think anyone hated it, but no one seemed to be really. I think everyone was just very nice about it, and yes. I felt really sorry for him up there Aww. because I think he, man, he was like, "I toiled over this. Like, I really worked hard on this. This took a lot out of me." And it definitely took a lot out of him. It did. <laughs> it really did. So, um, all right. Um, so before we move on. Any final words, Shanice, about this episode before we before we launch into who goes to fashion week? Oh, my goodness. There was so much. It was like I was on edge. I was like, I honestly don't know who's going to make it through. I I was for sure. The only safe person was Rick. Yeah, same here. But I wasn't sure until like they announced the winners were. But in like in my deepest deepness. (laughs) (laughs) New work. <laughs> I thought I thought Rick, I mean, he he definitely is going to go to Fashion Week. That's yeah, all I thought. Yeah. That was the only thing I was sure of, but everything yeah. else I wasn't sure of. Yeah, same here. I mean, everyone got like an up and a down. Even Rick got an up and a down, um yeah. specifically for his conventional piece, but again, no one that's that's not that's sort of the minor player in here. If he got a an amazing critique on his unconventional look. So that's yeah. kind of um, all that really really matters. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so let's first mention the winner and Shanice. You want to. Wait, there was a winner? Oh, the winner? Yeah. The win. The person who won this challenge. The challenge. The one who won the 50. And who automatically goes to Fashion Week is. And the. Is Roberry. 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 Oh, it was just. Oh, it was great. He definitely earned it. He definitely deserved it. No, he did. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he took his. What did he What did he win again? Fifty thousand oh, dollars. Fifty five zero free nights and stays in the best westerns around the world, worldwide. Fifty nights, and there you go. <laughs> it's like the worst prize ever. Okay, but I mean, they could be making a comeback. They're probably doing like a rebranding. I I'm guess. sure of it. Hopefully, they have to change the name. They of can their, get Roberry uh... to redesign all their interior stuff. He's not an interior they, designer, but I'm pretty sure he could be. He's, he's, they need to just change uh, <laughs> the name of the, like, make the name of the hotel more hip. Exactly. Uh, Bewe. Be, be, I don't know. Bewe. Shorten Best. it. Bewe. <laughs> can't call it the W. So. Oh, no, you can't. But oh, um, my what do you call it? B. Uh, no, we can't do B dub. B B dub. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so we um, I'm I'm gonna also pull up the brackets really quick so I can see it at the same time. All right, so so we have Roberry in. Roberry mm-hmm. is going to Fashion Week. So 
Roberry is on my team, is on Samilia's team, and is on Team Nalan as well. So wow, you guys, you guys really called it. it. <laughs> called it, Roberry. You did not disappoint. You know you were safe. Uh, so many un- like an unfair number of times with your amazing designs, but you are going to Fashion Week. All right, let's see here. And okay, so. And and who who else is going to Fashion Week? Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron is also going to Fashion Week. Yay! And Aaron is on my team, Samilia's team, and Team Shanice. Woohoo! Yay! I'm on the I'm on the board, y'all. <laughs> All I'm right. On the board. I'm on the board, y'all. <laughs> Let's yeah. <laughs> One point. <laughs> I'm on the board, y'all. <laughs> okay. All right. So, and then um, I believe we only have, wait, is it just one more person? Two. Oh, it was two more people. Because you know why? Why? Not the usual three are going. Yes, people. Four people are going to Fashion Week this this year. Mm-hmm. Four people are going straight into Fashion Week. Not the whole like, oh, we're just going to let everyone compete and everyone's making collection. And we're going to come back and then we're going to see and we're going to break your heart even more. No, just four people straight up. All right. So yeah. the next person to go to, to Fashion Week is. Laurence. Laurence. Yay. <laughs> And so Laurence is on, I gave her to Samelia. And Laurence is on Team Nalens. All right. So, so far. Yeah, you guys are, are you guys are doing pretty well. Hitting it, hitting it. <laughs> All right. And so um, the next person, so we only have two more people left. And the next person, last person to go to, to Fashion Week is? Ma Jing. Oh, he comes back from the dead. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. No, I'm just kidding. It's an alternate universe. It's Rick. It's Rick. Congratulations. Rick is going to Fashion Week. Um, Rick with his tattered conventional look is going to Fashion Week. So Rick, the only person who has Rick on their board or on their team is Nalen. What? Wow, Nalen. So Nalen's so bracket Nalen- is intact. Wow. Nalen's the only one who has a, a perfect score. So he has Laurence, Rick, and Roberry, and they're all going through. So <laughs> Shanice, let's mm-hmm. see. Okay, let's finish. So the person who's not going is, I mean, you Cornelius. Know, Cornelius. Oh my God. And he fought for it too. He's like, I cannot make it to Fashion Week. I know. <laughs> I was like, ooh, you probably should have said that. He had some tears in his eyes and, you know. I think he knew that he was definitely leaving when he, when those words came out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he fought that for himself. That just showed that he was no, no longer confident in his work. Yeah, yeah, especially after you had to sit through hearing everyone else just ooh and ah over, just effusively over everyone else's designs. And when they get to yours, like, yours is really nice. Exactly. Cornelius, I really like those things that you did. Just Cornelius, so. oh, my God, your, unconventional, your conventional look is my favorite. And it's like, shit. Exactly. But what about the unconventional? <laughs> the unconventional you know, it's really nice. And it's, that's it. It's like, okay. (laughs) 
I oh mean, after God. you stand next to Roberry's piece, which is just like his heart and soul is <laughs> <laughs> is laid bare, and then everyone is like, "Oh my God, Roberry, you're amazing!" And then you know, whatever, it's fine. Oh my goodness, this is a tough field. It was a tough, tough field. It's a tough challenge as well, and you know, it's really sad that we don't get our top three. We get four. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, and and only sad because I just hate that just one person is going home. It's just it just feels so. Maybe it doesn't feel lonely, but yeah. um, you know, I can imagine it being very lonely. You're the only one. Um, yeah. And I think also, I think a lot of everyone on the show expected three to go. Yeah. And not four. So on top of that, it's just kind of like holy crap. You know, they even expanded the field for for everyone and and i got i got squeezed out so yeah no that makes sense so cornelius Cornelius, you're not you're oh you're in you're still in the top though aren't you no no. none of your people made it no well i have aaron and i have roberry and then cornelius was on my team and then Uh cornelius was on your team too shanice and so So wait so i lost or i still have you have aaron you have aaron Aaron and i'm putting I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. You know what? And that is a good basket. Is that how the metaphor goes? That's a good basket to put your eggs in. Yes. Because who knows? That, I, that was the only basket I wanted to put all my eggs in in the beginning. All right. Yeah. So it's just kind of like go with your gut. And also, you know, um, so, so you know, next week is, I'm pretty sure this is how it's going to play out. And I have to check in. But I think next week is just Tim's visit. So, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm have to confirm that because if it is just his visit, we're not going to, uh, have an episode on that one. We're going to save it all for the finale. Um, but we do get a little, a little teaser at the end of this episode for our remaining top four. And, um, I have to say Aaron is the most frightening because, (laughs) because of the, the, the big bird outfit. No, it's just because when Tim comes to her house to, to see what she's oh, done. Oh, she doesn't have anything. She has nothing. She has shit done. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, all right. We're under the same conversation of your time and whatever. And I'm just, I'm just a little, I'm just, I'm really, you know, flat out worried. Flat out worried about Aaron. Um, <laughs> I only have Aaron or Barry. So it's all about you guys. I want it Laurence, but I, for some reason, I just want to stick with Cornelius, hoping that he would, he would eke it out. I really was. Yeah. I was getting, I was giving him a chance. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I mean, we all did pretty well. I have to say that, you know, a lot of our picks lasted almost to the end. So, um, we have, um, I don't know. We, I, I think this also, you know, bravo to us because this was a really tough season (laughs) to kind of, (laughs) pick who was going to pick from the beginning we lost some really great ones anyone could have easily been out in the the early stages so i replaced um um alex alex uh, alex was on uh, samelia's team who could Mm -hmm. have gone all the way to the end but he was so you know gosh darn noble and um (laughs) you know we had to say goodbye to him way too early um and so a lot of these things have happened where it's like if only um what this could have looked totally different yes on our way out so so this is exciting we have our final four um and and fashion week is upon us so 
Yeah, I, I'm just so excited and I can't wait for the last episode to kind of hash over <laughs> this because it's going to be epic. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, before we head out, um, Shanice, where can people find you and do you have anything to plug? Yes, um, you can find me. Oh, this is great news. You can find me. <laughs> At my uh, website, which is ShaniceRL.com. And you can also start following me on my new Instagram account, which is so great. It's called Sha underscore band. That's right. Sha underscore band. Shabam. B-A-A. Can I can we just say? Shabam. Shabam. Okay. Shabam. Shabam. That's me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yay! Oh yeah, and I actually have to. I think I've, I have to start following you. Yes, you do. On this, on, on that you're one. missing out on Whoops. the goodies already. It's, it's. I hear it's dreamy. Man. You should meet me there. I'm telling. I'm telling you. Okay, I've been really bad with Instagram this week. Ugh. So so sorry. It's it's been a it's been a weird holiday week, guys. So <laughs> it's getting cold. You know, I'm all thrown off. So. <laughs> and um and of course you can find me at my website erinezdavis.com and um i'm going to plug i'm going to keep on plugging um the surface of things which is the show i'm currently in at the houston center of photography it is a wonderful photography exhibit all about um artists who are using photograms to say um um and and to comment on things in in society and culture um, and it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. So if you're in Houston, um, and if you're not, feel free to check it out in our links sections. And I also have links to, um, to Shanice's website and also, um, her handles and her new handle as well to Shabam. Yes. Yay. Shabam. <laughs> Great. But yeah, so again, thank you, Shanice. This is so much fun. Thank you. It's always fun. It's always fun. I look forward to it. If if you, whenever you invite me, I look forward to it every time. Thank you. Awesome. No, thank thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And, and thank you um, to our listeners as well. Um, Again, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts and um, be sure to join us uh, for our next episode um, which might drop next week, might not, but um, uh, you know we'll keep you up to date. But it will be the finale, and we'll be joined by uh, the one and only Nayland Blake again. So it's going to be a really um, wonderful, fun time. So again, thank you for joining in with us and, and making um, making your way through this season of Project Runway season fifteen as well. So until next time, we will say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Going fashion week, ah, going fashion week.